You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? What is happening? This is the movie show. With Sesh and Ryan and me, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, on Ryan, FM. Ryan was like conducting the intro there, he was like pointing. I was just like, You're the first word that came out of my mouth. Then <laughs> <laughs> you say the first word, and then yeah, this is the movie show. And today, we are talking about The Dark Knight Rises Yay! in our Batman trilogy. Did, did you notice in this movie? Okay, I don't know if they did in the other ones, but they, they called it the Batman. The Batman. Yes. The Bat. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> Not just Batman. When I spoke about the person, it would be the Batman. I mean, does it? Okay, the president, I suppose. That's so <laughs> a title. Oh, it's pretty impressive, but yeah. 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 So it was it was a very good ending to the, mm. the full se- I feel like the first film was good. Second film was brilliant. Okay, the second film is still my favorite in the three. But because of Heath Ledger's it's performance. Yes, that okay, one cool. that one topped yeah. it. And also the 360 truck flip, that was that was really cool. Yeah. But I think it was mainly Heath Ledger's performance. Because he, he really... I expected him to be good because I'd heard about his performance. And you know when your expectation is not just met but exceeded? I yeah. think that's what was like... Oh my... Yeah. Uh, okay. But Tom Hardy's performance in this one was very, very good. Tom Hardy is on my favorite actors, actors list. list. Yeah, no, he is brilliant. I knew he was always good, but I was like, "Wait, is that?" Because I'm trying to get together the guy's voice. I'm like, what? "He is actually yeah. very Wait. unrecognizable in this film." He is. They, yeah. they first of all they cut off all his hair. Second of all, he's got that big mask thing yeah. which like covers half his face. Third, he he get not well. He became very. I'm pretty huge. sure they put yeah. like they put. It ends in his shoes they and did, stuff and yes, gave him heights and to stuff because he wasn't taller. his normal yeah. height this guy was no he was uh, he was like a monster he really was massive I was like wait is that is that really him is that and then like Google I'm like hmm you're like looking at his face look at him and you know what the joke is <laughs> is if you watch him in interviews honestly he comes across like a sweetheart I'm not even yeah, if you does. watch yeah. him in interviews he's not at all this macho but I, but I was thinking of his accent though and then uh, his character in here and they, they were similar I found it similar. He's very good with yeah. accents, he, though. He, yeah, he's he brilliant with accents. I actually don't think he's done... Okay, no, he has done one or two movies without an accent, but I yeah. think 90% of his movies have he's accents. In American them. accents. So he's yeah. used to it, most probably. For him, it's like... This one yeah. wasn't American. Yeah. It was based on... I read somewhere... It was based, I think, on a... It was a fighter. I don't know if it was WWE or... Yeah. I think he was Scottish or wow. something... Maybe it wasn't Scottish because that one has like a very thick accent. But he he based his voice off of th- that person. Yeah. So yeah. he was actually going for a specific. Yes, they actually for real. They, they he went to Christopher Nolan with these options, and they were going for like two voices. One was either the classical like macho. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. Deep voice. And get the hell out of here. <laughs> they came up with that voice from based off of that fight or whatever. Yeah. And they just decided it would have been a much better voice because it it's borderline funny. Like yeah. it sounds kind of funny, but when you realize how 
crazy this dude is and how insanely good at what he does it's not funny anymore no, it's you know not. You i actually like, find so, it very original yes like it makes him so real this big guy and he's got this almost bit of a nice that's yeah. what that's what almost is terrifying about mm. him is he's got this like logical thinking yes <laughs> pattern so he like he's not he doesn't lose it he doesn't yeah. freak there's not a moment where he's out of control he's yes. in control he's always in control yeah but he's in control for and like evil type it of. It makes thing. him extra bad. Yeah, it Not does. Super bad. Like and how really crazy scary. is that in contrast to like just fighting the Joker? Yeah. Where there's like completely mm. no logic. No. So now having to fight this guy who's planned a, f- a couple steps yeah. ahead. Yeah. And I think also what was different was they they uh, when I watched interviews they said they wanted Batman to meet his match physically in this yes. one to actually fight someone who is stronger than him. Yeah. So and they they really did that. Well, yeah. I mean he was. That's weird because what was Joker? Joker wasn't really a match for him. Mate. No, physically, so no. Joker, Joker just questioned his morals and his yeah. sanity and stuff. It was like more that. like a psychological. So he got yeah. in his head. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he planned well enough that even when they got him, that chaos would still break out. Yeah. And then he could laugh at him in his face and yeah. be like, haha, you see. But you actually mainly saw Joker's effect on Batman in the beginning of this movie. Yeah, yeah it's because true, yes. remember, he was like a broken man. Yeah. He was a shell of who he used to be, stuff like that. And you saw. That Joker had had basically defeated Batman. Yeah. And now I think to an extent, I'm actually grateful that Bane came into the story because I think that brought Batman back. Back, yeah. You know? Yeah. It needed that impending doom of Gotham mm. in order for, for him Batman to come, to come back. Yeah. I actually read an article that they had planned um the Joker again yes. back. They wanted oh, wow. to bring him back hey? in. Christopher Nolan was gonna use like um, unused footage from The Dark Knight as well as CG, a mix of the two. But then he actually decided he it would it would uh, he felt it would be disrespectful towards Heath Ledger, yeah. and so yeah. they they didn't. He just cut and it that's completely. why there's no mention mm. of yeah. It would have been so cool if. Heath Ledger. He would have had to be. Yeah, they, like because right? the yeah. way they brought um Killian Murphy back, e- that in was each, cool, it eh? was so cool was, the way they brought. Yeah. I, I was wondering when he was gonna if he was gonna put on the mask. I was wondering if maybe once he had made the judge that he would maybe. I honestly liked him in this one. I did as compared well. to the other two in this one, I liked him. Yeah. yeah. And then when he still says death or exile, and then the person <laughs> chooses death, and he's like, fine, death. By exile, you're like, yeah. wow. <laughs> no, but I actually enjoyed his performance mm. in this one. Yeah. That one, his it was yeah, it was really cool. But it would have been nice to have the Joker back in because obviously it's the whole thing of Batman doesn't kill, which means everyone that he defeats would be defeated by going to prison or yeah. well, that would that that's I guess that defeated. makes him more yeah. a what do they call them? The people you know, the bad guys that fight for good, vigilante. Yeah, that's the word. Yes. That's what yeah. makes him more of a well. I suppose even they kill. Sometimes, yeah. 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 But that's the I think that's the debate between Marvel like Marvel and DC. Marvel just kills off anybody and everybody. Yeah, they, they And DC has this whole thing of don't kill, only villains kill, heroes don't, you know? Wow. Which I think is a very never thought about that, eh? Which it actually is true, yeah. if you think about it. Like yeah. the hero Yeah. <laughs> like in the beginning of, of what was it, Endgame. Thor just like cut Thanos' head, head off, off and yeah. we were all just like, okay, yeah, I mean, that's fine. And <laughs> hey, that reminds me of that movie. <laughs> and here you have like a I whole, that part. <laughs> here you have like a whole movie, like a whole trilogy where Batman's like trying not to kill people. <laughs> no, yeah. don't kill them. Yeah. Now that I think about that, that's crazy. 
yeah. it was in the beginning of the film, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's it. You're like, ah. No, but when you realize how many <laughs> villains they've actually killed off in Marvel, it's hectic. Haven't they killed off most villains? Probably. Okay, the only one I remember them not killing was, you know, in Civil War, there was... Um, what was his name? Zemo. The the you know the he was the one that got Winter Soldier back into his crazy state, oh, yes. and he wa- he was the one that wanted yes. to turn the Avengers on each yes. other. He he tried to commit suicide at the end, and Black Panther stopped him yes. and said, "No man like you." Yeah, but yeah. Black Panther was also one of the people that less likely to, to kill. kill yeah. Like yes, he's killed his fair share. But I think even with Killmonger, that was an unintentional kill. Yeah. That was a kill out of necessity rather than a... But even then, like, if he was Batman, he'd, he'd have found a way yeah, not, not to kill the to dude. Kill, yeah, not to kill, yeah. You know? But, I must sure. say, this is crazy because, yeah, I've, I'm very vocal about not being for DC just because I don't like most of their films. Like, Yeah, because they're not great films. Yeah. yeah. But this series, the Batman trilogy, honestly... For me, tops even some Marvel, not not some. It I'd tops say, Marvel films. Yeah, I'd Mo- say all of Marvel films. No, okay. For me, all of Marvel <laughs> films because I, I think this is, but because it's a standalone, because there's no like, there's no follow on of like, hey, maybe Superman will come in next or something like that. Because it's such a neatly wrapped, how he begins, how he ends, kind of like. They ended and begin it really well. The ending was brilliant. Did you see what I meant when I said they might have had the Inception thing in there? Oh, yeah. Because remember he said, I've had a dream that I'll meet you in a cafe and whatever, whatever. And then it was exactly how he said it. The ending was brilliant. I actually, so when watching this one, previously I never watched the first and second one. This was my first time. The third one we had watched. Why? I have no idea. We were those weird people that went and watched the third movie in a trilogy. But anyway, I remembered... So as I was watching it, suddenly like certain memories would come back. And I remembered the ending scene when he spoke about the dream. I was like, mm. that is... Go- I remember that happening. But the e- uh, the, that ending was brilliant. That yeah. was good. It's one of the best good. endings of like anything. I think so, yeah. No. No, there was, was really something good. that I, I... Okay, this is... Actually, I'm really sorry. I actually came to to thing like I actually came to realization that there's something about Christopher Nolan movies that I don't enjoy. Oh really? Okay. The first half is very slow and it almost gets very, it's like very draggy because I I was watching and I'm like, okay, it's so the Christopher Nolan because I had the same thing with Tenant. The beginning was slow. It's like it just feels because these movies are generally long. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember just sitting there and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Then it gets to like, like maybe the, whatever, the third quarter or whatever, like that. And then it like, oh. It picks yeah. up. It, it, and it and picks then you're like up. sitting there you're like, okay, now this movie is really good. But yeah. the Dark Knight wasn't like that. No, with all with all of them, I felt really. You felt uh, the Dark Knight uh, was, I was like that. I don't think it was like that. And with I'm the Dark watching. Nights. The Dark Knight started with the the where they robbed with the, the bank. bank heist. How no. great was that opening scene? That by was, the way, no. that's pro- I, I've actually watched a lot of documentaries where they've been like that. Is probably one of the best, best opening, opening scenes of all yeah. time in film history. Oh, that actually. Was I agree cool. with you on this yeah. one. The the plane opening sequence was crazy. That was yeah. that was insane. After that, though, I I'll agree yeah. with the drag. I'll but agree. But look at Tenant. Tenant was the same. No, that I'll agree. And I am and saying that and even in that it's, like, it's the same thing. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the t- there's ticking in the background. Then there's the part where it gets. So then it's like, and you're like, okay, okay, that's good. That's good. <coughs> are you sitting up. So you're saying he must just get to it. Yeah. Like he yeah. mustn't drag. But no, nah, no. But look, it's it's. The, 
it's his thing. There's something about yeah. it that is, if you really sit through it and you just it's worth it, and you absorb it, and then when it gets to the the, the last bit, then you're like, I think that maybe is what makes it really, really great. Yeah, because I think that's it. part of Christopher Nolan's brand, don't you think? Like because you know it's a Christopher mm. Nolan film, you're that's willing to sit through the sucky bits. That's bit. what I'm saying. You're that's like, this saying. is his movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get good. Just yeah. we need this. Don't just wait. Yeah. <laughs> and so, something that I did with this because because the other ones, uh, okay, I, I had to watch it a bit late at night, so I had to keep the volume down. This time. <laughs> I watched it on my iMac. I put the volume up and and I let it just. I watched this play. one with with earphones. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but for me, um, every time Bane spoke, he was louder than everyone else. The volume that they put him at probably was louder. He was literally louder. But his voice is softer. I think that's why they overcompensated because he has such a soft like. Yeah, maybe. You know, like smooth voice, they then needed to use the volume in order to create that. Yeah. Because if you just had him like talking like No, it wouldn't be. I, I, I didn't think it was a problem. I just was. I That I noticed. I don't know if yeah. you noticed it, but no, he definitely it. was like a good 5dB higher <laughs> than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I think it added to his character, though. It made yeah. him more like. Yeah, and then when Batman spoke in his deep voice, then you know maybe at that, that point they were at the same level. Yeah, yeah. But he did like start of the film. It was yeah. like the volume, and then when he spoke, it definitely went up. Yeah. yeah. But it was for me the scale of this one was crazy. So the the yeah. first two were good, but what they did. You saying you saying how they used the 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 size of everything. Yeah. So the opening plane sequence. Yeah. That they, they filmed. Mm. You know the 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 fights where the cops are walking towards all the criminals. They yes. filmed that in Wall Street. They literally filmed it oh, in wow, Wall Street. Cool. Um, and they they had there were no there's no CG there. Every single man that you see was there. They there was literally. Sure. Yeah, I they, believe so. Yeah, there was nothing. Um, so, I've actually got a, a bit of a fact on this. So, more than 11,000 extras were used. That was at the stadium. To shoot that. Yeah, or and at the stadium. The oh, yeah, that was because there was a whole that was there also real. Well. Like, the, yes, the blowing yeah. up of the The stadium field. was real. That wasn't CG. I yeah. must just say, okay, here goes my CG mind back into the. So, the way that it blew, it was just so perfectly the field. That's the only thing. But other than that, the, but that, that was, was so cool. That was cool. the point. That, that was... That's because it, it was, if you think about it, they were, they were blowing up the whole city. So do you think like the bad guys specifically planned just the few no, yeah. no. So remember, that was Bane's like big entrance into things. That was his yeah. way of saying, to listen, public, I'm yeah. serious. Uh, so then he just blew up the he field. He needed the crowd, obviously. And then he talked uh, to the crowd yes. and he was like, listen, one of you sense. has the control here. But the fact, I thought that was CG. Mm. I okay, literally it is borderline CG. So it's not, it's not, if you, if you watch it, there are like certain things that they've added in and certain things that they've green screened. So I think that they, you know, that one main football player they were following, that was real. Like he was genuinely yes. running and explosions were behind him. The other football players, I think they formed and then okay, CG yeah, that, backed that, that, in later. I suppose that yeah. does make sense because so, you want to like kill so people. Yeah. So uh, there's even that one shot where you see like under the football field yeah. and the different levels of yes. underground. Do you think that was real? I think most they of built it was sets. real. They, yeah. built the, uh, they spoke about the fact that a lot of the film took place underground because you were in like the sewers and all of that. Yeah. They built, they built sets. That, that's crazy. Yeah. But that's why the scale of this film. Was yeah. so it, was, it was even yeah. the, the, what's the, 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 the bat what? The one that flies? The Batmobile, the Batwing. The BS. Yeah. That, they had it. That's cool. That, I, yeah. I, 
I, I think like it the was, way that thing flew. The, I don't know. Cool. I don't know how much it flew. I don't know. I didn't see enough. They didn't show that much in the behind the scenes. But often, what it looked like, it was rigged on something that mm. would turn it and stuff. So oh, okay. they probably. But like, it was made. <laughs> it was but there. Something that I like that Christopher Nolan does is that, for example, like that vehicle, the way that it feels, it doesn't feel like a, a, a super machine. Mm. Like it is a cool machine, but you could feel it's realistic. Yeah, realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Really like the way, that, the way, and when it flew away, it didn't go, it like, yeah. yeah, I was still like, are they going to find you again? <laughs> <laughs> feel like you need to put your foot down. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. But, but that, that, that filming of the crowd, so filming in Pittsburgh also took place at, so it, it speaks about um, Mellon Institute and then some places that was, but a letter was sent out to residents and business owners detailing that road closures, revealing that the streets of the city would be featured as part of the film. Operators were, were, were told to expect on an increase on calls to 911 related to gunshots and explosions yeah. in the film's production. Because that's literally so can all you they make did. How we hear gunshots. Mm. There's an explosion that just went all five blocks away. <laughs> I think it's the end of the world. Now, <laughs> right, they're just shooting a movie. Yeah. It's okay. Oh. Remain literally, calm, so they're it. literally <laughs> shooting a movie. <laughs> yeah. So. No, this. The, I think that's that's what I loved about this one was it was. And then when you find out that they actually did it, like when you watch it, you're like, this is hectic. That's what I'm saying. But then you find out crazy. they actually did it. But yeah. also the scale of the of the plot itself. Yeah, that's so true. So like, for mm. instance, if you think about it, previously most movies, like, yeah, the citizens were in harm, or, but it wasn't the whole of Gotham that was like, yeah. this is the end, you know? Mm. Whereas now it was literally like, this could be the end of Gotham. Mm. There's literally a nuke that if it goes off, they that's Gotham it. gone, you know? Um, and they did rope a lot of the citizens in. You did see a lot of the, like it was literally now chaos all over the city, mm. and it was all because of one man doing his thing. This genius. You know what irritated me? They brought back Harvey Dent. That whole lie. I was like, yeah, you see, you guys should have just told the truth. Like seriously, I get that. But did you see why? It was necessary yeah. in this new form. But still, it irritated me. I was like, bad call, guys. Bad call on your side. <laughs> you see, he has. Ground to stand on because you lied. But that was very cool. I, I liked what they did with Gordon's character with that. Because yeah. obviously like eight years had passed and now this lie was eating away at him. And even though it was doing good for the city in inverted commas because, you know, they were putting prisoners yeah. away. I mean, criminals away and that in the end it still came back to bite them. So that I thought, yeah, I, but still I was mad with him. It's like, yeah, you guys should have just told the truth. You wouldn't have been in the situation then. Or you'd have been in a better situation. <laughs> yeah. I also liked um that so the way they they worked Alfred's character and Mr his name was Mr. Fox, right? Or Lucius yeah, Fox. Yes, yeah. How they worked those two characters with Bruce, like as father yeah. figures and mentors and and I even saw an interview with Michael Caine saying Alfred is like us in the story so it's it's almost like that emotional element to the story like he uh. and he brings the emotion across and i agree because f he's he's always been one of my favorite characters in like the whole he's such a good actor he is a he good is. actor he's cried at bruce's uh, no, it was funeral brilliant. It, it was like a sobber do you know that oh. he says so they actually i was watching an interview where they asked him about that and he said he he did a bit of method acting when he first started out and so what he has is a memory that actually happened to him and his family but no one knows what the memory is he says he hasn't even told his wife what it is but every time he has to get emotional in a scene he he goes back to that memory oh, wow. and literally it just brings tears. So that's, that's what that's but he's 
where did he go the whole time? I was wondering. You know, at some point I was like, what if the bad guy's him? <laughs> ah, <laughs> because he, remember, he, he goes away. Okay. And I'm like, okay, wait, but where? And then you... Europe. Yeah. He went to Florence. Yeah, he maybe. said Florence in uh, the dream. He, didn't he well, say he says he goes to that cafe yeah. yes. in Florence. Yeah, in Florence. But I think he was just chilling around in Europe. <laughs> I think he was like, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to be here for this like clearly you no, kill yourself yeah, clearly no because yeah true if you if you look at him he he was more the you know you know safety 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 yeah. you know protection and then the other guy was more the okay cool you want it i'll build it for you yeah. you want to blow something oh cool yeah know, here's this thing go blow it up you know type of thing so yeah but it also it also showed us a very cool thing in how batman was trying to use i mean bruce was trying to use batman as a way to kill himself you know mm. He yes. was like, I'm done with life. I have no reason to love, you know. And that was nice where Alfred's character came in because yeah. he was like, listen, that's wrong and you know you. it. Like you, you're going against your whole moral code here. You're going to defeat the purpose of Batman, of Bruce Wayne, mm. all of this stuff. And it was actually the other, spoiler alert, it was the other way around, which is, I think, was cool about the ending was Batman had to die yes. in order for Bruce to live. But and I- Bruce still died. Technically, remember they read his wall out. He was dead. Like, dude was dead. Yes, but he had to, like, leave that part of yes. his life behind in order to move on. Because, like, do you understand? Like, yeah. if, if he just, like, put the bat suit back away and, like, he was bound to go back to it eventually. Yeah. So. But I also like it how they didn't leave it, like, like there's... They also incorporated that Robin side of yes. things in there. Which yeah. is cool, because then it meant, like, Batman wasn't for nothing. Like, there's yeah. nobody not protecting the city anymore mm. you know there's there's this idea of more to come yeah it was a good way to, to yeah. end the yeah, other thing cool. i think that was really cool was um christian bell so in the first in the first film you focus more on like bruce like i like that was yeah. the main focus whereas in the second film you got more of batman than bruce yeah this one i think it did go a little bit back more to bruce not it did but also what was yeah. crazy was his look throughout the film changed so in the beginning of the film like i just respect him as an actor because i was be- like did he lose weight like what happened i think really? he did he and possibly sure. did, yeah. because even the, the beard everything yes I'm like, Is then batman? then he i think he did mm. i think he did regain some weight so obviously with batman you have to be yeah, you know to. he has to be muscular Buff. but by the end of the film that last shots that you see him he looks so healthy. I don't he know does. how to explain it. It's, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think know it was the pink shirt, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been the pink shirt, actually. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. No, I also actually <laughs> think, apparently, <laughs> right, it was the pink shirt. <laughs> yeah, it was. You've agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the pink shirt. Uh, he apparently also dyed parts of his hair to make himself look older in the beginning. Uh, of. He which, did it so well. Yeah. I was just like, sure. He looked bad. He really he looked bad. In I was the just beginning. like, is yeah. this seriously Batman? Like, yeah. like, like what, what happened? Like, what the heck, man? But that last shot, he looks. So, I even paused it and it was like, wow, he looks yeah. so. He looks alive again. He, he looks. Yeah. He looks rich. He looks happy. I'm happy for him. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Uh, I actually didn't even notice Catwoman sitting across from him. Oh, I was like, I just saw him, and then I had to go back and be like, oh, he is with oh. someone. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I didn't know either. You did Until now. <laughs> oh, nice, you see? But I saw the end, I was like, ah, nice. <laughs> Off. 
I did notice her, but I think is the way it? they did. But you, you, the camera's focused on him, so yeah. she's actually not in focus, the, 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 the and yeah. he's he's facing the camera. Who who? So the camera's almost Alfred. It's from yeah. Alfred's POV. That was so cool yeah. how they did that. So he's kind of looking at Alfred, and she's so her back's to the camera, but she does turn and look to the side, so you yeah. get like a side. I think the waiter comes and she like looks yes. at him or something. So oh, that, damn. But the focus is him in that shot. Yeah, yeah but that was oh, sure. that was really cool. Yeah. For me, the one funny piece of trivia was so Tom Hardy said um, in promotion in a promotional interview that the most difficult parts of the movie to shoot were the fight scenes. Not because of the, it wasn't because they were physical and all of that, but because he was such a huge Batman fan growing up. And he said, I felt like I was beating up my childhood hero. <laughs> <laughs> However, he said, despite that, he, he, once he was in character, he, he went for it. Mm. But that was, that was funny. Like, no, I can't kill him. He's, he's Batman. The, the one, the one fight sequence that I loved was, you know, in the wall okay i'm just gonna call it the wall street fight because i don't know what yeah um so batman and um bane are fighting and there's one part where he pushes batman against a pillar and then like literally punches him i don't know if you know what i'm talking about yes but the 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 way they did that with the music like it like it complemented each other so the sound of the punches and the do they fought twice right yeah, once yes. right. in the sewers. And yes. The yes. first time, the feel was so epic. The, the feel of it, it felt so dull. No, it was crazy. Yeah. So so that part didn't have music, right? Yeah. That, that fight scene. Yeah. And then the second, the, what was the other? The second fight was, it felt a bit more hopeful. More I think that was the one, mm. the Wall Street one. Yeah, and I, you just knew, you're like, yeah, this is it. Man. Because the Although first time. Although technically, Batman still lost that fight. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Not but, technically, he but, did. But that was very cool in how like they gave you this hope through the fight yeah. and then you realize he's just been betrayed it's and so then he good. gets stabbed and you're like oh my word this is crazy it's so good that's the yeah. part of the film I was like yeah can I be honest there was, there was they, they did it well though so this is a major spoiler if you haven't watched the movie and you want to watch it go watch it's, the, it's a plot twist but it's a brilliant plot twist so you know they keep going back to the child that yes. got out of the prison right and when they show flashback footage the child was a girl uh, and I knew because yeah. I know her I know the actress and I was like why because I was still on the tip that that's Tom Hardy's character and I was like why is this chick why did they use a girl surely you can find a boy shave his hair like this doesn't make any sense I don't understand what is happening and then when the plot twist happens I was like oh that's brilliant of course so that was I don't know it was a girl you did? okay I <laughs> yeah, did yeah same it was didn't a child you? I didn't see it child shaved hair I think I think what they were going for was you because she could come across as it a guy. I just know her face. That's why I know the actress. Yeah. So you know when you see an actress yeah. without their hair, you're uh, like, that's still so-and-so. Like, so you're saying you know... I know the actress. The girl that Yes, I know the, the, uh, the little girl. See, that's why yeah. I didn't... Uh. So, but the, the, I was still like, seriously? Why did they get... But then the way they so tied question, it up... Why, why, is, why, why is the Tom Hardy's character wearing a thing? Because remember, he got beat up in the prison. But and then... And then they kind of resuscitated him, but that was his life support, basically. Yeah. It was like a breathing machine. And it also keep, it's so it made him breathe. Yeah. And kept the pain at bay. Something I, like that. Yeah. yeah. So it like kept know. his face so intact. According to like comics and stuff, but they didn't really do this in the movie. According to comics, m comics it's where it links up with his whole steroid thing. So he generally has 
what they call the oh. it's some type of steroid, but it's a specific steroid that Bane uses That's why to it's so bulk big. up, oh. and it's constantly flowing through his system and stuff That's like that. That's how I was so able to beat him. Yeah, when there was leakage. Oh, so was that the reason for the mask in the comics? Yes, but he also has like tubes all over his body and stuff like that. Oh, which they didn't so, really do. So he's just like, and often you'll see fights where he 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 like Batman will cut one of his tubes and his yes. steroids will pour out and that's how he loses because now he doesn't have his Ste- bane oh. like steroids flux and stuff like that that's why steroids is not good for you yeah <laughs> make, make sure you lose fights. <laughs> yeah. exactly okay so back to the final question people favorite Christopher Nolan film now having watched the Batman trilogy we should just say the whole trilogy. Can't we just do that? <laughs> okay, you start. What is your? You can say the whole trilogy if you want. Okay, I'll say the whole trilogy. But, but out of the trilogy, I'll still say the last one. The last film. Because of how much it incorporates it, the first and second film. Because the first and second, I felt were like, like very standalone within themselves. Yeah. Like there wasn't much tie between the two apart from the end scene of the first one where they had the Joker card and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's true. But this one incorporated like Ra's al Ghul... And it incorporated Harvey Dent and mm. all of that stuff. Yeah, it pulled so them I all together. So I felt like it was, it was really a good climax for the film and stuff. Yeah. Brian? Your favorite were Inception and Tenant. Yeah, it still stands. Real? Um, I don't know. Maybe if I was more of a Batman fan. But um, like I said in our last show, what, what makes what, what Christopher Nolan did so well with this show was that, uh, well, with this movie, uh, with this whole the whole trilogy is that um, he didn't go with Batman as he didn't focus just on Batman and Batman's the hero, and, but he, you know, he made it a real good drama mm. where you've actually, you know, who is Bruce? Yeah. And like his emotions and what he goes through in life and then him trying to be the Batman and then they accuse him <laughs> hey. and they don't like him. And then they chasing him, which is a common thing in superheroes. But the you you see, I don't know. It's just yeah, yeah, really cool. But I think that they did that a lot throughout the movies because mm. I feel like they weren't focused much on characters in these movies. They were more focused on symbols. So they didn't out Harvey Dent because he was a symbol. They didn't like Batman became a symbol of something, you know. And then Bane was a symbol. Like remember mm. that line he says in the beginning? He's like, nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. Yeah. Because now he symbolized something. Yeah. And I think that that was one of the key elements behind the trilogy was this idea of a symbol and what symbol is each person leaving behind. Behind, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm currently reading a book on cinematography and I came across something and I think it solves the thing with Christopher Nolan and why we don't really get a lot of character depth. Remember we spoke about that? Yeah. Like each character is just like, and it's like, Something that you do in cinema is that you you play the shots and you you basically cut your shots well in a way to tell the story. Mm. To, in other words, you give information to to your audience. But I think the way that Christopher Nolan does his films, you're figuring out so much of other stuff that you your attention is not so much on the actual character. So, for example, Tenant, you're wondering about what the hell's going on. And you're not thinking about, um, yeah. you know, oh, character so-and-so feels. or about, yeah, exactly. Or, or what their favorite cold drink is or why, why, why they're drinking. <laughs> no, we knew that in Tenant. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. yes, what was it? Wasn't it a Coke 
Or what was it? When was the scene? Remind me, people. <laughs> Robert Pattinson knew he. W- oh yes, when they sat down together yes. and then he yes. ordered. He ordered for yes. him. Genius. See, we knew that. Yes. We, he gave us that. But that's because he made a point on it. <laughs> yeah. See. No, no. So that was co- a lucky coincidence there. <laughs> that really. <was> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most most films that would never happen. Thanks to Pattinson <laughs> <laughs> and the lines that he was given. <laughs> Can you tell us something else about the 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 the? the What's the, his favorite? The, yeah. Sport. Desserts. Does he have Desserts. There we go. Does he have animals? <laughs> does he have any animals? There we go. Although he's hardly home, so. Yeah. Where does he live? <laughs> Not even he knows. <laughs> I don't think he does have a house, actually. <laughs> yeah, Dude was living in a wind farm yeah. for like the first you couple see? while. That is very uh, true. Yeah. Dude, you have no home. That's the point. That is the whole I point. I have no home. <laughs> they know where they, but they don't know where to find me. <laughs> that way I never get caught. <laughs> or it links up with Interstellar at that moment. He mm. lives on that planet that yeah. Matthew McConaughey's daughter went and died on. You yeah. see? He Linked the universe, people. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. what was your then new Christopher Nolan favorites, or has it stayed the same? I would say it's two now. I have two favorites. And the reason I'm saying that is because the two films are very different. Like, you know, when you, yeah. you can't really compare it because it's two different, it's totally different experiences. So, Dunkirk is still there. Dan- yeah. Because ah, Dunkirk, that movie is not totally like any it. other movie I've ever watched. It's like in a league of its own. Yeah. yeah, but Dunkirk. I don't know how many people. I personally don't think my family would enjoy Dunkirk because mm. just the way it's the like you really don't know characters in Dunkirk. Like mm. Dunkirk is tenant on steroids with characters like you don't know what? their names and because they're not really focused on they're focused on the guys, but they're more focused on what's happening to the guys. Yeah. 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 But then my 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 new favorite is The Dark Knight. Oh, nice. I I give mm. it and that's because Dark Knight. Dark Knight's like a, a proper film where, you know, you get to know the characters and yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm saying that the two they're very, very different. Yeah. But it was actually nice to watch a, a Christopher Nolan film that was in chronological order. I'll actually give it that. Because most of uh, his films yes. tend not to be in chronological order. I think the last one was the only one that borderline changed the chronological order of things somewhat. Yes. With the flashbacks With of the like flashback, the child yeah. and but that was still, it was, you knew it was a flashback. So, like, yes. it wasn't confusing. Yes. You weren't like, we were. Well, this film sort of, sort of wraps, yeah. wraps yeah. up the old trilogy. So that was very good. Yeah. Do you know that Christopher Nolan actually um, looked at silent movies for inspiration of this film? Um, because he said with when when films were silent, you the only way you could convey to the audience what was happening was the way you used the shot. So depending mm. on how you position things and what you had in the shot and what you didn't have in the literally that's how you told the story because you didn't have dialogue. So you couldn't now have the actor say two lines that would explain it. You'd have to show it visually. And he said in different he, cuts yeah. and angles. And yes. Oh, wow. And he actually looked into that when doing this film because mm. he wanted to give that same yeah. storytelling effect. Yeah. Some, some, some production trivia for you. So Nolan elected not to film in 3D, but instead uh, he basically stated that uh, he intended to focus on improving image quality and scale using IMAX format, which I know Sashi spoke about the whole switch between the, the, the different, different ratios and, that, and yeah. that was basically switching between IMAX and then your standard like uh, 35 mil, you know, that, that standard like HD, you know, cinema ratio. The Dark Knight Rises featured over an hour footage shot in IMAX. Mm. By comparison, uh, the Dark Knight contained 28 minutes. Oh. 
Um, Nolan had several meetings with IMAX, so he even met with him even in terms of logistics of projecting films in digital IMAX venues. So he like went out full on 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 this whole um, you know the IMAX and I mean something that I often saw when you search IMAX and that he's actually a huge fan of film as well to the point that basically before Christmas 2011, Christopher invited several prominent directors, uh, Edgar Wright, Michael Bay. Brian Singer, uh, some of the big, big, big guys, basically to the IMAX theater for a private screening of the first six minutes of The Dark Knight Rises, in which he obviously shot in, in IMAX film. And his, his whole idea of this was basically to, he wanted to give them a, a chance to see the potential because I think IMAX, and, and obviously I'm quoting, because I think IMAX is the best film format that was ever invented. And what he wanted to do, because of a lot of directors and they're going digital, he wants to make sure that the use of film continues. Because he says, I mean, obviously, and it makes sense, once once film gets used less, they're going to stop making the option more available. Yeah. And so he's actually really, 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 really try, trying to push Didn't that. you say they edited it? In f- yes. And, I mean, Nolan, ugh, this guy. Uh, so usually what happens with, uh, with a film process is that you, you'd film it on film. Now note, film on average, I'm not sure about IMAX, you usually get about nine minutes of filming film, time yeah, film. out of one uh, roll of mm. film. So then what they would do is they would take all the rolls, they would scan them in digitally, and then of course you can work with it. Where Christopher Nolan, op- he, he basically stuck to the option to keep the, the, the quality of the raw film and what he did is he edited the actual raw film and now i mean if anybody knows what that takes you got a splicing room you sit there you pull the roll you know exactly where you want to splice it and you cut the film <laughs> uh, physically cut it not not computer cut and then you join Physical. it up with the other film where you want the other and he edited in the actual raw format that's that's crazy that is so cool. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if you're like, oh, no, no, not that shot. I mean, you Ooh. could join up film again. Yeah. They, they do have a joining process, but that's like, I mean, it's the original film. He didn't make a copy of it and then edit. He used the original film to edit. You have to be so careful because once you've yeah. done something, you've done it. And if you look at this film, I mean, it's crazy. And and, and I mean, something else that uh, that they said about IMAX cameras is is that they are they sound like lawnmowers. They're very, very loud. loud. So um, that's why often you see the change in ratios. So they would often use it for like uh, scenery shots and yeah. non-dialogue shots. And whenever they did use it in a dialogue shot, they would have to just uh, ADR, ADR so yeah. reshoot just the dialogue of that scene. But those, ca- I don't know if you've seen those, ca- like, okay, at first they were like these big boxes. Like, can you imagine carrying this big, <laughs> literally this big box around? And I and I saw a lot of the behind-the-scenes footage, um, and they actually made it smaller. You'll actually see two people: the one, the, the actual camera operator, and he would be walking around, you know, with it on his shoulders, busy operating the angles. And there would be another person behind him with this long pipe. And you, be, you, you know, it almost reminds me of Ghostbusters. Mm. So he'd be oh, wearing yes. this like this like pack at the back with this long pipe, and you would just have to follow the guy because the camera would be like basically. I don't know if it's maybe the cooling system or I what if know, the something. pipe was the film? Is that even possible? No, probably not. No. Okay, never mind. Nice idea, though. <laughs> yeah. Funny points. Well, there you go. IMAX. There we go. You heard it from us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, 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 like, and I mean, Dunkirk, I saw some of the, the stuff that they did with, with the cameras. Mm. Like, literally, th- there's one part where, where the, the, the pilot is in the... That's Tom Hardy. 
Is that Tom Hardy? That pilot oh, is Tom now Hardy. Now we need to see Dunkirk. You see, you never say it's him. And he's also got a mask in Dunkirk. Oh, no. <laughs> so you don't really recognize him. No. <laughs> Links to Bane. That's how the Bane started. You yeah. see? We now know where he came plane from. Crash. You see? <laughs> yeah. He blamed it on what happened before, mm, but it was, ah, we got makes it. Makes sense. Remember you say stuff's Yeah, everything's linking. Christopher Nolan uh-huh. is creating a cinematic world. How cool would it be if the last film he makes is like linking everything oh, in the cinematic so world You should really consider it. You yeah. really should consider that. You heard Some, it from us first, people. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> Nolan pay us like a million dollars once it becomes a real idea. Thank you. Somebody needs to hashtag Christopher Nolan on this. Make sure he gets this. Yeah. Anybody know him? Anybody? Anybody? He doesn't Instagram. have a cell phone, so we're stuck. We're stuck guy there. looks very doesn't guilty. He? He doesn't oh, that's s- awkward. We'll contact the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, our recorder guy uh, looks very guilty. He looks. He's like, should I? Oh, I don't know if they're going to. Uh, <laughs> might as well tell Chris. All right, I'll tell him. Fine. <laughs> Thanks, recorder. We appreciate yeah. it. No, but it was really. I enjoyed the 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 Batman trilogy. It was definitely worth the watch. Yeah. Yeah. It was I cool. Think so. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So What's that's next? Next is, should I tell them what's next? I don't know. Uh, Heron, if you watch <laughs> it, cut it, it be like, guys, we'll, we'll tell you what's next, next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, yes. Okay, so... Uh, so, Ryan, you've got to go watch it. I need to go book my cinema. Mm-hmm. Your whole cinema. Mm. The whole cinema. It still is in the cinemas. I checked mm. today. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Definitely. Good film. Go watch it and then listen to the movie show. But now we are signing out. Any last words? Ryan? Goodbye. Tim? Bye. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Welcome. This is your favorite station. Stay tuned. Are you ready to turn it up? The fam, Rage has never been better. Best shows, podcasts, and cool presenters. Your favorite radio station better join the family. We can talk politics and keep up with fashion. You are now tuned. On the track 24-7.